Jesus to My Rescue offers powerful, motivational content for the whole family. Visit our website now at www.jesustomyrescue.com. Join our Christian community today. Welcome to Enjoying Everyday Life with New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer. On today's program, Joyce will be teaching us how we can embrace courage and face our fears. Fear. It's everywhere and affects all of us. Fear is the enemy's favorite tool to keep us from pursuing God's good plan for our life. The enemy wants fear to rule our lives, but it doesn't have to. When we open our hearts to God and embrace courage, we can face fear head on and do it afraid. Listen as Joyce helps discover a life of freedom by recognizing, confronting, and conquering our fears today. Now, here's Joyce with today's teaching. Mark 5.22, and I want you to try to insert yourself in this story. Sometimes we just read these things, but we don't really think about it. As I go through this, I want you to pretend like you're here and you're seeing all this. One of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, seeing Jesus, fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and alive. Imagine the intensity of this man's prayer. My little daughter is almost dead, but I believe you. Will you come and lay your hands on her so she might get well? Well, Jesus was full of compassion, and so it says he went with him. But there was a great crowd that was following them because there were crowds that followed Jesus everywhere that he went. And in that crowd, there was a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. And she'd been to every doctor. Nobody made her better, made her any better. And it had cost her all the money that she had. But she had heard about Jesus. And the Amplified Bible says she kept saying to herself, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I know I shall be healed. I love that. You know, if you're going to talk to yourself, you might as well talk about something positive. I believe if I can just get to Jesus and touch him that I shall be healed. And so he's on his way to heal this man's daughter who's almost dead. And now he stops to help somebody else. Think about how that would make you feel. Think about if you were Jairus, what kind of doubt and fear would have attacked your mind at that time. When she touched Jesus, immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus felt the power go out of him. This power of God is a real thing. It's a tangible thing. You, you know when the power of God is working in your life. And Jesus turned to the crowd and said, who touched me? Well, the disciples thought that was a foolish question. There's such a big crowd here. Who, what do you mean, who touched you? There's all kinds of people touching you. But, you know, they, this woman touched him with her faith. Can you touch God with your faith today and believe that no matter what kind of problem you have, that God is great enough to get you out of the mess and bring restoration into your life? But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came with fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole entire truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your faith. Faith does things. Faith brings deliverance. Faith brings change. Faith brings healing. 
Faith brings that job that you need when there's no jobs to be had. While he was still speaking, someone came from Jairus' house and said, your daughter is dead. You don't need to trouble the master any longer. Oh, my gosh. How did he feel? Jesus. Why did you have to stop for her right now? I told you what a desperate situation I was in. I'm not saying that's what he said, but he might have felt like saying that. But now listen to this in verse 36, Mark 5, 36. But overhearing, the Amplified Bible says, but ignoring what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not fear, only believe. Wow, he's asking, I mean, that's a lot. Just keep your eyes on Jesus. What does it say? I think it's Hebrews 12 that says, looking away from all that will distract unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of your faith. God didn't just start faith in you for something to leave you destitute and without an answer. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. But sometimes you need to keep believing when everything looks like nothing is going to work and you're never going to get what you ask God for. I just sense in my heart today that there are people who have given up your dream. There's people that the enemy has talked into, just forget it, it's never going to happen. Just forget it. You're just full of bright ideas. None of this is anything God spoke to you. Listen, turn your head off for a few minutes and go back and see what's in your heart. If you did miss it and you made a mistake, then admit it and say so. But if you say no, I, I believe that that's what God wants to do. I believe this is something that God spoke to me. Then you need to stir your faith up today. Fan that flame that once burned on the inside of you and go back to saying, I believe God and I don't care how long it takes. I'm not going to give up on God because I've got his word on this and he is faithful. So he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John. Now, why was that? You know what? Jesus was going to go in and raise this girl from the dead. And he didn't want a bunch of doubt and unbelief around him. He wanted faith around him. And you know what? When you're in a desperate situation and everything looks like nothing's going to work, you don't need a bunch of people around you that are negative and always telling you what's not going to work. You need to surround, you need to surround yourself with positive people, people of faith, people that would encourage you and believe God with you. I know certain people, when I need somebody to pray, I know who to call because they're not going to just say, oh, sure, I'll pray for you. I mean, they're going to pray. They're going to really pray, and I have confidence that God hears them. They came to the ruler's house, and there was a great commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And when he entered into them, he said, why are you making such a commotion? The child is not dead, but she's just sleeping. And they laughed at him. But look what he did. But he put them all outside. Once again, he got rid of the doubt and unbelief. He put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him, Peter, James, and John, went to where the child was. And, of course, he raised her up. And she got up, made totally whole. You know what? Some of you could change your life if you would just simply get away from some of the negative, doubtful people that you hang around with all the time. 
You know, I can't stand negativity, and that's interesting because at one time in my life, I was a very negative person. I always say, if I thought two positive thoughts in a row, my brain got in a cramp. Now, I mean, I had grown up around a negative father. He didn't trust anybody. He didn't like anybody. Everything had an ulterior motive, and I grew up being taught how to be negative and almost being made to feel foolish if I was ever positive. So it took a while for God to get me turned around. Dave and I had been married a short period of time, and he, he said to me, why are you always so negative? And you know what I said to him? I said, well, if you don't expect anything good to happen, then you won't be disappointed when it doesn't. I'd had so many disappointments in my life, I thought I was protecting myself by believing for bad thoughts, for bad things. I actually had what the Bible calls in Proverbs 15, 15, evil forebodings. There was always this feeling around me, kind of in my atmosphere, like I was waiting for the, the hammer to drop, so to speak. You need to be careful about letting yourself get into that situation. And so if you're, in, if you're having problems right now, don't let your friends be people that always just want to do nothing but talk about your problem and then on top of that talk negative about your problem. Surround yourself with people that will bring some joy, people that will make you laugh, people that will encourage you and tell you that God can do anything. The word doubt, if we define it, means to be without a way, to be without resources, to be embarrassed, to be in doubt, perplexed, at a loss. Doubt can also mean to stand in two ways, implying uncertainty about which way to take. It's said of believers with little faith, to be in midair. Think of the phrase, everything is all just up in the air. Well, you know what? God wants us to know that he's good and that he wants to help us. Like I said in James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8, he says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith without doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave at the sea, tossed and driven by the wind. For that person should not even suppose that they will receive anything they ask for from the Lord. So I want to say to you right now, make your mind up what you believe and stick with it. I want to say it again. Make your mind up what you believe and stick with it. And don't think for one minute that you won't be tested because you will. You may have to wait. It may look like nothing's going to work. But that's when you fight the good fight of faith and you keep saying, I will not fear because God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And I know God loves me and he's got a good plan for my life. Now, as I said earlier, I think a lot of times we doubt ourselves more than we doubt God. So let, let's talk about that just before our time is up today. Do you judge every, every move that you make? Are your thoughts, I shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have bought that, I shouldn't have gone there, I shouldn't have eaten that, I didn't pray long enough, I didn't read the right chapter in the Bible, I didn't confess the word enough today, I read the Bible but I didn't understand it anyway, oh I forgot to hug my kids this morning, I talked too much, I should be quieter, I should be a better mother, I should be a better father. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. The devil always wants to tell you what you're not. But see, whatever you're not, Jesus will make up for it and make you more than enough if you put your faith in him. 
And don't, don't always go around saying, I shouldn't have done that. I mean, how many times in my life did I get up early in the morning to spend time with God and I would pray and study the Bible? And I mean, every time I would get done, the devil would make me feel like I prayed wrong. I didn't pray in the right posture. I didn't pray in the right position. I didn't pray long enough. God didn't hear me. And I had to learn to stop believing those lies and stop doubting myself. And you know what? That may be one of the most important things that you'll hear for a long time. Stop doubting yourself. You know what? God believes in you, but it's not going to do you any good if you don't believe in you too. And I'm not saying to have a haughty, prideful attitude that, well, you know, bless God, I'm all this and all that. But what I am saying is get up every day intending to do your very best for God, knowing ahead of time that you're not going to hit the mark 100% perfect, but believing that God is more than enough to cover your sins and take care of them. God doesn't want you to live in the torment of self-doubt. Believe you can hear from God. Believe God loves you. Believe He's got a good plan for your life. Believe that there's no mistake that you can make that is too great for God to turn it around and make it a miracle in your life. Thanks for listening. Remember, courage isn't the absence of fear. It is learning how to move forward in the presence of fear. So when the enemy comes at us with a long list of fears to discourage us, hoping to keep us paralyzed, we have a choice. Will we be ruled by our fears or with faith? Don't let the enemy get his way. With faith, we have everything it takes to follow Christ and confront whatever fear we may be facing. Let's live boldly, trusting God as we step out and do something courageous today. For more resources from Joyce, visit JoyceMeyer.org. We all have problems. Relationship problems, financial problems, physical problems. But while we're searching everywhere for answers, God wants us to know His promises. In Joyce's book, Overcoming Every Problem, you'll discover 40 promises from God's Word to strengthen your faith and help you find hope no matter the circumstance. Experience the kind of life that God's Word promises. Overcoming Every Problem. New from Joyce Meyer. Order your copy today at JoyceMeyer.org. Thanks again for listening to Enjoying Everyday Life. Our mission here at Joyce Meyer Ministries is simple, sharing Christ and loving people. Remember, together we can do more.